What's up, everybody? It's Jordan, and welcome to the Huda Nation podcast. As always, I have Blake with me. In today's episode, we're going to be doing position grades for the offensive line and defensive line. But before we talk about that, there's some uh, recent camp news to talk about. Cornerback Trey Waynes has recently had pictorial surgery, and he will miss most of the season, and uh, possibly the whole season. Um... Uh, we recently signed Reigns, uh, Waynes in free agency to a three-year deal. And it's really unfortunate to us because he was a replacement for uh, Kirkpatrick. And I was thinking today, uh, Blake, what are your thoughts on the Bengals signing Kirkpatrick to a one-year deal? Uh, I would be that he has potential, and uh, Craig Patrick would just kind of put, take the pressure off Waves for us, I guess, and uh, just kind of make it easier to transition there, because uh, next year Wayne will be back, so maybe a one-year deal for Patrick wouldn't be a terrible idea. Uh, I, could def- I can see it happening, so uh, just see if Patrick gets on board, but uh, as of right now, I'm uh, all in on yeah, I wouldn't mind us signing Kirkpatrick to a one-year deal for a couple of million. I, I like Phillips. I think he's going to be really good. But I think uh, signing Kirkpatrick to a one-year deal would be kind of smart. Obviously, he's been with us his whole uh, NFL career. But Phillips is good, but he doesn't have – I mean, he's not played a whole lot of games. And you look at our secondary – it's not it's not super experienced. I think Kirkpatrick obviously he's been with us, but for he would be like the veteran presence in the uh, secondary. And uh Renell Rand defensive tackle um had has a significant quad uh injury. He's seeking a second opinion and if he requires surgery he'll be out the whole year. And that's a blow to the uh defensive tackle position because we recently uh, released Glasgow. Josh Tupou was opting out of the season due to the coronavirus. And uh, Ren, if, if he don't play, that'll hurt us. And, I mean, Ren was injured some last year, too. But, I mean, he's, he showed some promise. And lots of Bengal fans were really hoping to see him some this year. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest story for the Bengals is Ren being out because we don't get to see if he... Uh, get improved this year, we get, we're just going to miss out on uh, seeing what he could have done, but I think, uh, I think he's replaceable for the time being, I think they can get somebody in there like Mike Daniels to fill that role, and then I think they also need to sign another one, probably, I think at this point, sign a younger guy, uh, and tackle not another veteran, because, you know, with Ren being out, Glasgow gone, and Bo being gone, that's three guys that were younger, and, uh, haven't really shown what they can do, so you're losing out on three chances to have a breakout player, so I think maybe finding young, another young defensive tackle would be a good move, and then, so I think as a, as a, the team goes for this year, I don't think Ren being out really affects it too much, I think we just miss out on seeing what he could have done. Yeah, I agree, I wouldn't mind us signing a, a younger guy, because they recently signed 
uh, Mike Daniels. Lots of Bengal fans want Petko, but I would rather have a younger guy than Petko. Petko, he's not nearly as good as people make him out to be. I, I, I would be more comfortable having Rand than Petko. And then the last camp news is that um, Sean Williams was carted off the field the other day in practice due to a calf injury. He's seeking a second opinion, and he it's hopeful that he could be back for uh, week one. Um, Williams is one of my favorite Bengals. He's probably my favorite Bengal on defense. And when I saw he got carted off the field, I was thinking, because um, I, I saw that Rand could have possibly been out the year, I was automatically thinking, worst case scenario, Williams could be out for the year. But since he could, it's hopeful he could be back for week one, that's pretty good. But when, since we have uh, Bates and Bell at uh, safety and also Brandon Wilson, if, if Williams doesn't come back till week two, uh, week three, four, whatever, I would much rather have them wait until he's 100% fully healthy and then to rush him back just a little bit uh, too early. Yeah, I think the uh, Bob Bell signing just really makes the situation easier for the Bengals because he's not going to miss a large amount of time for Ron Bell to kind of step in, but since they prefer to have safeties with Bates, Williams, and Bell kind of playing all at the same time, or at least rotating, the Williams wouldn't be the ideal of that right away, but I think that it won't be in terrible shape with Ron Bell. Uh, it'll be some soon. Maybe we'll get to see, like, Brandon Wilson and Trayvon Henderson get some snaps, but it's, uh, it's unfortunate that he went down, but I think uh, I don't think it's going to affect this season too much. I think that he'll be back, and even if he misses a week or two, I think he'll, he'll be okay at the safety position. I don't think it's like a massive blow that he could miss a week or two, so I think they, they could really kind of take their time with this as long as he doesn't miss a ridiculous amount of time. They can take their time and kind of make sure he's healthy before they send him back out. Yeah, um, Trayvon Henderson, I mean, he really stood out in preseason last year. If I, I'm really interested to see, uh, preseason like a year or so ago, I'm really interested to see what he can do if he would end up making the team because uh, he was one of my favorite players throughout the preseason. So now uh, we're going to be talking position grades for the offensive line. So we're going to go ahead and recent uh, draft selection. What's your grade for... Hakeem uh, Adenijai. Adenijai, I'll give it probably a C minus because he's a native down camp and he's he's versatile for run skill. But I think uh, I like the fact that he's able to kind of see where where it leads to. I think he's good depth for now and uh, try to get him as much of the NFL stuff they can. I don't think he's gonna get a whole lot of playing time just because of how injuries. But I mean, he's a decent. He's a decent guy to have on your offensive line against the guy. Uh, I think he's just he's just gonna have to find a way to belong on the Bengals offensive line and uh, keep working hard and kind of learning the system and seeing where they go from there. Yeah, I also have a C minus for him. Um, in college at Kansas, he played left tackle and right tackle, so he's flexible, can play uh, multiple positions. I, I agree what you said. Um, he's probably he's not going to play much unless somebody goes down. And even if somebody goes down, I'm I'm not totally for sure that he would play much at all this season. I think he's more somebody who they they drafted him knowing he's not going to play much this year, but maybe in a year or so 
he'll he'll play a decent amount. He'll have uh, some meaningful snaps. So yeah, I would give him a C minus as well. Uh, next up, Billy Price. I have a um, C minus for Price. Um, um, he's I don't know. I, I guess you call him a bust so far. I don't get really how you can't call him a bust. I mean, I know he's been injured at times, but, I mean, we drafted him in the first round when Lamar Jackson was there. And um, lots of Bengal fans were upset about that. And just Price has not done anything at all. He's not what Bengal fans expected to be at all. I mean, he's lost his, he, after like a season, he lost his starting position at center to Trey Hopkins. He, I would give a, uh, Billy Price a C minus. What would you give Price? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the B Price just because Gale hasn't shown anything. He's only, uh, definitely, definitely been a bust so far. But, uh, you know, he's still younger. He may be good this year. And I don't think he, even if he does get better, I don't think he'll ever live up to that first round potential. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to kind of turn out how they plan him. He, he can play, uh, for now. I mean, if, if he does, if he does get better, he can be a decent, um, you know, kind of fill in and really kind of figure out the offense as well. But, uh, as of right now, I don't think he's really going to, I don't, I don't really like him as a starter, which is, uh, kind of, kind of bad for how bad this offense is going. I mean, it's a very hesitant kind of a starting spot, so. You know, maybe just kind of plug him in every once in a while and see what he can do, see if he improves. But uh, this Bengals offense line as a whole is pretty concerning, so I think maybe give him a couple chances and see if he does any better. But as of right now, uh, can't really have much hope for him and maybe see if he can, uh, you know, get a little better since he is younger. Uh, so what do you have on uh, Fred Johnson? Uh I'll actually give him a C minus. You know, he has a little bit of potential. He just hasn't been. You know, he got cut from the Steelers, so it's like, you know, it's kind of people kind of overrate him just a little bit as Bengals fans. I think he can definitely be good depth uh, there within that offensive line, but uh, I just don't really think a guy that got cut from the Steelers can really help us a whole lot. Um, I like him. I think he has a little bit of potential. And uh, I'd like to see him play. It's a body hard. I don't think they're the right tackle position. But uh, we'll kind of see where they go with Fred Johnson. If he has a good year, that trade can probably shoot up next year. I actually have a C-plus on Johnson. Uh, Johnson didn't play a whole lot. But when he played, he was really good. And if he would have played more in the season, his grade, to, uh, in my opinion, would have went up more. But... Just because he had a small sample size, I, I'm just having that C+. Plus. Yeah, lots of people want uh, Johnson to start over uh, Bobby Hart. I mean, at a money standpoint, that would totally, that would make sense a, a lot. Because, you know, Fred Johnson, he's not getting paid hardly at all. We um, signed Hart not too long ago for a couple of years. And, uh, yeah, I, Johnson's pretty good, I think, but... Like I said, he's just not had a ton of experience yet. If he can, if he can have a decent, more than just a small sample size and play good, I wouldn't mind uh, having him start over Hart. So Johnson, I have a C plus, and Bobby Hart, I have a C, which some listeners probably think that's a little too high for him. 
I'm not a fan of them. I know probably 95%, at least 95%, it seems like, Bengal fans are not a fan of uh, Hart. But he's not good. It's understandable why people don't like him. I mean, his penalties, the stuff he's posted on like social media and stuff like that. But at a football standpoint, I don't think he's as bad as what people make him out to be. Like, if, it, if his contract was reduced to like half of what he was getting like per season, I, I would be fine with that. Uh, he had a better year than people give him credit for. Just people continue to hate on him because... I mean, people don't like him. They're going to find a way to complain about him any way they can. But I think he had a better season than people uh, give him credit for. He's better than people give him credit for as well. So I would give uh, Hart a C. Yeah, um, I mean, Bengal fans don't like him in the first place, and then you post, like, just stupid crap on social media that, I mean, why even post it? Fans already hate you, and you know you're going to get uh, people mad at you even more. So, yeah, with the uh, social media thing, that's just, I, I don't disagree, and at, at that standpoint, like you said, you want a good locker room, and with the stuff he's posted on, like, Instagram, Twitter, stuff like that, not showing, I mean, I know it's social media, but it doesn't seem like he would be, like, a good locker room guy, and Taylor wants just, like, a good locker room and stuff, he's proven in the offseason, he wants, like, good people on the field and good people off the field, but if we were to, um, release Hart, I, I don't really, I wouldn't really be upset, because I think Johnson would, um, we would do just as good as Hart, possibly, um, even better. So, a recently signed free agent, the Bengals signed throughout the off-season, uh, off is Xavier Sua Filo. What would you uh, grade him? Very good. And like I said, he's not a replacement. 
I think for three positions this offseason in the offensive line, so I think maybe if we can, as of right now, I wouldn't be surprised as long as we can improve improvements and kind of, you know, be better for the measure than we are for Dallas, then maybe it'll be higher. But as of right now, unless we unless we end up needing this depth, I just uh, I don't really like him in the starting spot. So I'll kind of keep him as a B plus. But you know, if he was signed just just to be a backup, the trade would probably be really probably a B minus just because I think he is great depth. You know, he backed up the Cowboys offensive line which is great. So we'll kind of see what they do. Uh, with him, and Dolphins finally have complete. We'll see how they're going to kind of move on from Cooper and still figure it out. So we'll see what they do with him. Uh, yeah, I uh, I agree. I also have him uh, D plus. If you look at the stats, he's just like John Miller, and Miller wasn't really uh, good for us. And yeah, like you mentioned, when we signed him, I'm like, eh, that'll be a backup guy. Not a bad signing, as when you look at it. Like, well, crap, he, he looks like he's going to be starting for us now. Like you said, if if he was a backup for a uh, depth move, I would, I would have him, like, a C or C+. Plus, but if he, uh, the way it looks, like, if he's going to be starting for us, I I have a uh, D plus for him. So, um, what is your grade on uh, Michael Jordan? Uh, I'll keep Michael Jordan. struggling just a little bit in the trades away from potential, which is why I have him as a D-minus. I think he can potentially be just a solid starter with our top uh, guard guard, but since he has the potential, I'd like to keep him at a, a D-minus, and I'd like to see him get a lot of playing time this year just to see what he can do, and, uh, you know, just a couple years, I'd say we'll figure out the offensive line, you know, make him be another guy that's going to be really good for us, or, you know, we can keep working hard, maybe we can start, so I think uh, I'll keep him at a D-minus just because of his potential, uh, but we'll see what he can do. I hope he gets uh, lots of time next year. I, I uh, have Jordan as a C. Uh, when he played last year, he wasn't, I mean, there was times he was okay, but other times he was not good at all. Like you said, he has potential, but if, if, he, if he played more and if he started showing his potential, I would have his grade a little bit higher, and if he was more consistent, I would have him as higher. But, uh, yeah, I have him a uh, C for right now. And then, you can make a case this is arguably our, our best offensive lineman right now. Um, Trey Hopkins, center, um, I have him as a, a B. I mean, he's, I think he, I, I, you, he's better than Jonah Williams because to me, you can't really... Because Williams has never played an actual snap for us to me. But Hopkins is really good. He's consistent. We recently signed him to a deal. And, I mean, he's he's good. You know what you're going to get from him. He's going to have good snaps and stuff like that. And he's consistent. So, what would you grade Hopkins? I'll also give him a B. You know, he's not going to be a superstar. He's not a game changer. But he's also... Center, he's just gonna he's gonna be reliable enough to get Peyton Reed played there, and Peyton Reed doesn't they didn't add a whole lot of new faces on the offensive line, so I like uh, Trey Hopkins. I think he's gonna you know 
provide a consistent part, so we've always been here. Uh, so your last offensive lineman is Jonah Williams, a first-round pick uh, from last season. Didn't play any uh, last year to an injury, but um, coming out, Williams was the best offensive lineman in the draft class. And even though he's not played an NFL snap, I would give Williams a B minus if he would have played. I know he was the best offensive lineman in his draft class, like I mentioned. And I know he's not, if he would have played last year, his grade would have been higher. But because you don't know what you're getting from him, and he's never played a snap, I I don't see how his I mean his grade could go up. I have Williams as a uh, B minus. Uh, I'll give him a C plus. I mean he hasn't played, but he's kind of shown more than anything that you know, healthy and close. He's coming in his, uh, his way early, but he's looking pretty solid. And we have a lot of faith in him. We have a lot of hope for him. So. Oh yeah, definitely the most potential of any offensive lineman we have and will definitely be the key piece to our offensive line in the future. So now we'll shift to the defensive line. So um, what would you grade um, rookie Khalid Kareem? Uh, I have him as a C. He has 13 sacks at uh, Notre Dame. And throughout the draft, I mean, we had an amazing draft. One of the best we had in a long time. But to me, that was probably my least favorite pick. I didn't mind it, but I, st I still think there was better defensive linemen available. Um, he's probably not going to play make probably a whole ton of snaps because our defensive line is one of the best in the league. So I would uh, give Kareem a uh, C. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Andrew Brown? Andrew Brown, I'll give him a... I don't think I'll give him a C-. He hasn't really had any plays. He's been kind of bouncing around a little bit in the game. Like the first play of the year, but he's kind of just kind of played from the D-line. We haven't really seen much from him at all. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I have a C for Brown. Didn't play a whole ton of snaps in the regular season, but in the preseason, um, he, he was really, really good for us. And if he gets a chance, uh, more meaningful snaps, I think he can I think he could be a decent piece to our defensive line. But 
I don't think he'll get a whole, a whole ton of snaps like I mentioned because our, our defensive line uh, has so much depth and definitely one of the best in the league, like I said. But I would give uh, Brown uh, a C. And like we said earlier, he's probably going to be out for the year. But what would you grade Renell Rent? Yeah, I have a, a C for Ren. When we drafted him, uh, fans and coaches raved about he he could be such. I think I believe he was drafted in the fourth round. People talked about that could have been a great steal, but you know, he's not played a whole ton of snaps like I mentioned with Brown, and he was injured some last year as well. And this injury, obviously, uh, getting injured is never good, but with um, Glasgow gone and Tupou opting out. This would have been Ronell. Um, uh, Ronell Wren would have had more snaps, but unfortunately, with his injury, he could possibly be out for the year. So I mean, that stings. We're not going to be more than likely not going to be able to see him play any of this year. I have a C on uh, Wren. So, what are your thoughts on uh, Carl Lawson? Uh, yeah, I have a, a B on Lawson. Like you mentioned, staying healthy is just the main part. People talk about the over the last several years, Green being injury prone, and Eifert was on the team. He was injury prone. And uh, Lawson wouldn't get as injured. He didn't miss as many games as them, but he had to been in the conversation for to be injury prone. But when he played, he was really good. And uh, you look at his potential. If he can stay healthy, I think he could be great. I mean, just look at that... Um, when we played the uh, Packers a couple years ago, I think it was his, I believe it was his rookie season. I had a couple of sacks with all over the field. I mean, if he can stay healthy, I mean, you don't know. I mean, if he has a performance like that just twice a year or a couple of times a year, I mean, that's already like nine sacks. That's not including any other games. But, I mean, I think I think Lawson's potential is uh, through, the roof, but the, uh, through the roof, but the main thing is just staying healthy. Um, next up, uh, Sam Hubbard. I have a B on Hubbard. Um, well, actually, I'll, I moved it up to a B plus. I, I was a big fan of Hubbard coming out of the draft. Uh, when the Bengals selected him, he was the one person I wanted them to get. They ended up drafting him. Obviously, most fans were glad they did because he is from uh, Ohio State. And he's played. He started 15 games in his career for us. And he's has 14 and a half sacks. 
And um, once Dunlap will retire or stuff like that, I think, um, obviously I don't think uh, Dunlap will retire soon, but I think Hubbard could be the main person on the defensive line, on uh, defensive end. I'm a big Hubbard um, fan. I have him as a B+. Uh, absolutely. I think this could be, I think he could be, uh, close to a double-digit, um, sack here for, uh, Hubbard. So, Mike Williams, about, excuse me, uh, Mike Daniels, the Bengals signed him, shocked everybody. I mean, we, uh, I, I, I speak for most Bengal fans, I think we were kind of expecting somebody like Petko or a veteran guy who's just okay. I did not expect us to sign Mike Daniels, who spent time with the Lions last season, spent time with the uh, Packers. Uh, I'll grade Daniels a B. Uh, when he was with the Packers, he was one of the better defensive tacklers in the NFL. Slowed down a bit with the Lions, but um, I was just really excited for him to come to Cincy. I, I'm still surprised that we signed him because we have to. I mean, any other year, that would be our top free agent signing. But with this year, uh, the top people we've signed, that was a really great signing. I would give it a B. And I think he's going to be really uh, good for us this upcoming season. Uh, so, the Bengals signed DJ Reader in the offseason. Um, probably, well, at a money standpoint, the biggest signing in history, I mean, franchise history in the offseason, aside from uh, re-signing players, um, what would you grade uh, DJ Reader? Yeah, I also have Reader as a uh, A minus. I don't think anybody expected the Bengals to sign him because I mean he was a top tier free agent on lots of uh, free agent free agency lists. He was a top ten free agent on all of the lists, and the Bengals signed him. Everybody's surprised and everything like that. I mean he's he's great at uh, stopping the run. Spent time. His he spent his whole career so far up until signing with Cincy with the uh, Texans. 
uh, with uh, Watt on the defensive line, and you you pair him with Atkins. That's arguably the best defensive tackle um, tackle duo in the um, NFL. So speaking of Atkins, uh, what would you grade uh, Gino? Yeah, I have uh, Atkins as an A. Um, I mean, he's definitely, once he retires, should be in the Hall of Fame, but realistically, I mean, there's a lot of people who should be in the Hall of Fame for us and more likely won't be. But, you know, I mean, ever since he's been drafted, he's one of the best tackles in the league. Um, Year after year, consistent, great. Um, I, I, with him with Reader, I think that's just going to be dangerous. Along with uh, Dunlap, that's just an an incredible defensive line. Atkins, he's always consistent. He's the best person, uh, best player on our defense. I, like I said, I give him an A. And speaking of Dunlap, the final player we are going to grade. What would you grade, uh, Carlos Dunlap? Uh, I have Dunlap as a B plus, like I said, with uh, Atkins. Uh, Dunlap is really uh, consistent year after year. He's shown he's one of the better defensive ends in the league. And I mean, he's been he's been with us for a while now, and he's he's one of the leaders of this team, the leader of the defense. Great locker room guy, great guy off the field, and, I mean, if you're an NFL team, you, you want a guy like Dunlap any day of the week. You're a guy off the field, a uh, great player on the field, and year after year has shown how consistent he is. Uh, so in this episode, we talked about some recent camp news. We graded each player on the offensive line and graded each player on the defensive line. So that really about does it. Um, Blake, can you tell some of the listeners where they can follow you on social media? Uh, make sure to follow Blake on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me, Hooday Nation underscore news on Instagram. Hooday Nation news without the underscore on Twitter. Make sure to go follow, uh, go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. 
the Hootie Nation podcast. We we appreciate your all support. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe to this video. And uh, until next time, Hootie.